Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Chapter 23 of The Forged Note, A Romance of the Darker Races by oscar michaud this librivox recording is in the public domain i'll brand you as a faker a there get that car on switch a now let her come back to the left all forward now engineer what's the matter with you to-day are you drunk pull that train forward and back it up as i tell you or i shall report you to the superintendent you're devilishly contrary to-day oh sam called some one oh don't bother me to-day i'm in a hurry i'm called by the board of directors to talk over the purchase of the a g s i'm chairman of the committee and have no time to talk with you hello sam greeteth wyeth as this worthy came hurriedly by sam halted a moment and gazed at him then walked forward and extended his hand crying mr morgan i'm glad to see you i'm called by the directors of the southern railway with regard to purchasing that line and merging it with the ellen i see who owns the ellen now he inquired casually me and the a g s only have a half interest in that now i understand that you refuse to buy out the controlling interest in the tennessee coal and iron company yes i refused i don't like the line-up in the directorship and besides i cannot see my way clear to act as chairman of the board of control therefore i considered it unwise to invest any millions in the thing well i won't detain you since i know you are so busy good day good day mr morgan try to call at my office in the empire building before you leave town engineer if you don't switch better call at the office this evening and get your time i will fire you and sam hurried to his office just as john moore came from another direction sleepy-eyed and looking like the last rose of summer the miz was waiting for him and as soon as he was inside she inquired with concealed suspicion well where were you last night in jail you seem fond of that place of late he shrugged his shoulders sleepily where did they get you this time rosie's you've been quite a frequenter about there of late that's my business don't try to hand me no argument this morning fix me something to eat i'm hungry didn't you breakfast up there but then it seems you left before breakfast 
how came you back so early i didn't look for you so soon how did you know that i had been got you are too smart nowadays anyhow who went your bond he regarded her out of impatient eyes now he glared at her but said i was eight dollars winner and had two dollars besides um so you give that to a professional bondsman hello came a call from the outside hello call back the miss come in is john moore here said a bad-looking negro with a head like a monkey and no chin at all moore looked uneasy oh here you are said the other as he spied moore his tone was full of contempt and a touch of anger was mingled where is my part of the stuff you disposed of Shh, not so loud not so the devil you can't shoo me away any longer you ain't paid me for the last bunch of chicken i brung here and now you want to shoo me away on this last stuff we done stole together will you hush we'll talk this matter over outside we's goin talk it over here and you goin hand me over four dollars and i'm goin in to take it out of your stinkin hide he looked at moore now with an evil eye and that worthy backed up and picked up a pair of scissors that he had brought in late one night from one of the mysterious directions oh you go and push them things through me eh all right old nigger this is where you and me mixes it i gin fix you a uh, and you gin fix me with that he started in the other's direction now shophead ain't i done always treated you right moore whimpered naw naw and that's what i'm gin land on you cause now just name a time when i ain't moore temporized nervously naw i say get out that window if you don't want to be killed get out with out augment cause i gin to make you run some don't you believe i'm goin run ya cause i believe you i believe you goin come in here and run me out of my house out of my house cried moore piteously come pickin up a pair of scissors two feet long to push in me roared the other i got a notion to run you unto yo ankles gets hot i'll run you six blocks you lop-eared bulldog you oughta be shamed to treat me that way shapehead and you know you oughta went on moore soothingly come outside john moore and leave your coat inside i'm going to run you six blocks so help me god all right shophead if you just gotta run me out of my house then go on outside i'm a-comin' the other came through the room where wife and legs were trying to play a game of checkers he was puffing so hard that he appeared to be afraid of himself that low-down skunk i'm goin run that nigger on till his ankles done be so hot that the street's goin melt behind him doggone him are you outside shaphead call more nervously i'm out here you liver-eater come out with your ankles grease cause you goin run six blocks faster you ever did in your life and when you gets to de end of it i gonna kill you bang went the door and the key turned to describe the indignation of moore for the next few minutes what he would do what he ought to have done would be beyond the possibilities of our pen he was positively so bad that he had much effort to keep from doing injury to himself legs winked at wyeth and then rising unlocked the door and slipped out quietly 
a moment later a terrible banging was instituted upon the door wyatt held it closed with a great feigned effort let me adam let me adam cried legs from the outside but john moore didn't wait to hear any more a crash and a rattle as of falling glass scattered about showed that an exit was unconventionally made in the rear wyeth and legs came around in time to see him going over the back fence the next time they saw him he was leading the other by about two rods as they went up the street jumped right into his jaws laughed glenview as they watched the chase from the porch ten minutes later some one tore into the house and turned the key of the door so quickly that it seemed like an automatic spring-lock it was john moore let's go down to the drug store suggested wyeth legs didn't hang out in that direction so glenview was the recipient of the suggestion he couldn't so presently wyeth went alone they are going to fall down in both those towns on the securing of a y m c a for negroes and i knew they would when they started the druggist was saying when wyeth entered negroes can secure nothing but churches down south commented another they have only a few weeks left before the time limit on the appropriations from the jew expires he offered twenty-five thousand to any association where the people secured an additional seventy-five thousand now six months after the campaign for the association in grantville so said a mail clerk who ran to that city less than five thousand in cash out of a total of more than thirty-three thousand dollars subscribed has been collected to date how can this what is the name of the secretary of the proposed association yes i have it jacobs reverend wilson jacobs figure they will be able to secure one in that town it's all stuff niggers down here would do nothing with an association no way said the druggist i stopped at the y m c a when i was in chicago this summer said the bookkeeper in the dime savings bank it appears to be conducted with great success and is surely a fine clean up-to-date place to stop regardless of the fact that almost everything is open to negroes in that city yes but the negroes in chicago are civilized said another these negroes down here would have to have a half dozen police standing around to keep order if they had one but don't you feel such a thing in this town would act as a great moral benefit suggested wyeth at this juncture we now hear from tempest smiled the druggist he had not been able as yet to reconcile himself to the bet he lost some months before and had since a grudge against wyeth i see by to-day's paper that wilson jacobs will address the people of the city in regard to the christian forward movement and will be assisted by several white men of high standing in the city well speeches will be all right but i'd bet a dollar to a dime that they will never secure y m c a in the town he represents as for effingham no chance you seem to be successful in getting the biggest kind of churches here said wyeth yes returned the druggist and they will be paying for them as they have been for the last since i ever knew anything but they have the churches nevertheless oh so far as that goes yes they must have had to pay as much as forty per cent of the cost to secure a loan for the remainder yes tempest but what has that to do with it well if the big church on the corner up the street could be secured at a cost of seventy-five thousand dollars half or more of which i understand has been paid then a like amount should be available in a town of this size and which has an equal number of colored people shouldn't it tempest is out for argument said the druggist 
no argument when almost every large city in the north and some not as large as this town have a y m c a for its black population and more than half that have such have not nearly the colored population that this town has and positively have not nearly the need tempest has been worrying about a library a park and everything else for his this town in the months he has been here the druggist said looking almost amused wyeth took exception i am interested in this town and in another where i see and read of more crime and murder than i ever dreamed was possible then tempest said the druggist naively you ought to get one or at least you ought to awaken by some initiative on your part some enthusiasm to that end you see all we need you do a globe-trotter and you have certainly criticised to that end and now his voice took on a cold hard tone i say do something to prove this criticism worth the while or i'll brand you as a faker a frost with all your premeditated ideas every one about was silent while their eyes turned and regarded sidney wyeth about the corners of their mouths a smile that spelled of a sneer played subtly if sidney wyeth didn't see it he at least felt it and in that moment he realized that he would not dare show his face about this place lest he be scorned henceforth if he didn't take the stand the druggist had taken very well dr randall he said rising i shall do so he regarded them all for a moment with a firm sweep of his eyes and next he turned and left the store End of chapter twenty three